Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to another episode of a Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. This is the first of our hopefully weekly, maybe twice, twice monthly, even when you is that a bi-weekly thing. Uh, FPL chat. It will be FPL chat about it will become probably World Cup fantasy chat as the season goes on. Just something different. We didn't want to stick it in with the Scottish game because some people just want to listen to that, and that's what they've got. There's a uh, lots of FPL content out there, so you know, like listening to three guys who scroll and talk rubbish about the game, they're not well. You might like it. Depends if you like us or not. So what we're going to do first is I'm going to go to the top three in our league and I'll update it every week. So top three is number one is FTOFFC and that's Fraser McLachlan. He's top after two games with 158. Second is Mingus 11. That's Charles Mingus. 157 overall. And third is Formula of his parish Gunnar Lennerman and FC Stenbrook as you said at 154. So that's the top three. Where are we? I am six. Donny is ninth. And can I see you, Tom? Mm. <laughs> not great. No, I don't see the top 50, Tom, so I'm afraid you're not going to mention this week. 29. 29, 29. is it? I must have went by. Yeah. Right, so what we do first, so we ask you, Donny, you haven't played this for a couple of years, but now you're back playing it. So what is your initial thoughts in, on the game so far? So the game itself is something I'm familiar with. It, it's close to the, the Scottish game in terms of building your team and the, the money and stuff like that. So uh, I did play it many, many years ago um, and it kind of consumed me for a bit. You, you, you can you can get in too deep worrying about who's scored and who's assisted. So I'm playing it as a casual this season, albeit that Twitter is awash with experts and template teams and, and things like that. So uh, I'll, I'll take it as seriously as I can. I don't have an English team, so I, I'm not invested in the same way as I am with the Scottish game. I've had two reasonable weeks. Um, didn't make any changes first game week. Um, um, or the second game week, sorry. And already I'm getting used to the game and the transfer market volatility. I've, I've made two changes already ahead of the next game week. So I'm enjoying it. But that's because I've had good scores um, in the, in both weeks. I guess that'll all come a cropper the minute I have a bad week and I want to make three, four changes. But no, it's been good so far, um, and hopefully that I can keep up my keep up my points over the season. 
Right, we'll just start out in front of the Tom. What is your rank right now, and how did you go on this week? You better talk us for your score. Uh, yep, so this was the, the worst of my two weeks. Uh, Point-wise, I got just back into it. I got 62 points, so I've got Edison and goals, got me six points. Trent, three. Uh, Saliba, the Arsenal defender, got me minus one because he got that own goal. Cancelo got 11, Trippier, seven. Salah, two. Maxim, two. Rashford, one. Let's skip over him. Saka, two. Captain Haaland, 10. And Jesus, 19. So a lot of those players you, you kind of see across every team. Um, and it's just about trying to find the gems. I guess the main difference, obviously, with playing the Scottish game is you've got two strong teams in Scotland. You can fill up with five or six of those and just patch the rest. But with England, you've got four or five really strong teams. And then, you know, everyone else is just trying to find the gems out of there. So there's a lot more scrutiny to it um, compared to the Scottish game. But no, it's it's all good so far. League-wise, um, I am <coughs> 629,000. So it's still good, considering there's about 10 million players. So. Um, 600k um, for the first couple of weeks is, is not bad. Yep, I was going to say, NC top million after the first couple of games isn't bad. It's time to try to kind of beat a rise from there. Right, Tom, you're also more familiar. you played it the last couple of years more consistently. What is your thoughts on the game this season and how did your score and rank go for the last game week? Um, my score for this game week was 56 points. Um, overall, I've got 123 which sees me around about 2.8 million, so top third. Uh, so far this season, I think it's been harder in the sense that with all that budget, it's quite easy to get a lot of decent players in, and it's a case of which decent players do you go for is, is that is the hard part. Um, I, did, I did get rid of Kane this week for, for Darwin, which was a nightmare. Um, so that that's that's frustrating, but who foreseen him headbutting someone on his Anfield debut? <laughs> uh, so can't be too guilty with that one. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I get, it, there's a lot of people playing different games out there. I've seen a lot of people go big at the back in a sort of Christmas tree formation or inverted Christmas tree formation. Um, I've decided to kind of spread the money about a little bit, probably the weakest point in my team is probably midfield. Um, Bailey there's stinking at my team. I want to get rid of him. So that's something I'll have to consider this week as well. But Darwin's probably top priority considering he's going to miss the next three games. You want to talk to your score then in your overall rank? Please. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got uh, Sanchez in goals for six points. Uh, Trent for three. Walker, six. Gabriel, one. Uh, Cash got me two points. Midfield, Bailey only got me one. Martinelli, eight points. Salah, two points. Captain Haaland got me 10. Jesus got me 19. And Darwin got me minus two. Uh, frustratingly, uh, on the bench, uh, I had De Silva for eight points and Neko Williams for seven. Andreas is also there with uh, three points. Rank? Rank. I said about 2.8 million. Right, okay, I missed that. Right, obviously I timed this perfectly. This is when I had the best game week out of two. I've done it last week, I would have been on this. But I get 79 points this week. And let's start at the back. Messler and goals for one. Trippier, seven. James, seven. Cancelo, 11. Trent, three. In midfield, Martinelli, eight. Son, two. Luis Diaz, nine. 
up front, Wilson to Jesus 19, Captain Haaland 10. Similarly, Tom, I have this De Silva on first sub, eight points, but I knew this going in, that's why he's bought. He's a first sub, four point family fielder. He's just there if one somebody doesn't play, all these fixtures look good. Give me a rank of 446k, and that's jumped to 2.5 million last week. So this shows you how it's too early game to worry about it, but I could have a bad game next week and drop back down over to 2 million. So it's just trying to keep consistency is key right now. Uh, Tom, you had some stuff to talk about, so I'll let you come in with your FPL Tom time, English version. Yep, uh, so got a caveat that it's a small sample size, only two game weeks, but um, here we go. First segment is Darwin Alternatives. So <laughs> an issue that's close to my heart, so we'll, we'll talk about that one. Um, only three strikers so far have had three shots on target this season. Um and I'll just kind of run through them. Jesus, um, he is sitting with eight total shots, um, three big chances and eight attempts in the box. Kane, um, five total shots, two big chances, um, four attempts in the box. And Mitrovic, seven total shots, two big chances and uh, seven attempts in the box. So Jesus is top for all three of those metrics there. Um, Assists, is another factor. Um, top for chances created is Tony with six. Kane was second with five. Welbeck third with four. Jesus is a bit lower. He's got three chances created. Big chances created. Uh, Kane and Tony were top with two. Welbeck one and Jesus one. So Jesus is a, sitting as, as a nice kind of all-rounder. So I quite like the look of him. Uh, obviously, I own him. So um, he's not really a Darwin alternative for me. But for, for some of the listeners, he might be an option. Um uh, I've kind of sitting my egg on my face because I did get rid of Kane for for Darwin and Dar- uh, Kane is sitting there as a as a nice all rounder as well stats wise so um, I quite fancy those two um, I might even switch back to Kane yeah go crawling back um, <laughs> looking looking <laughs> looking at the fixture ticker uh, for game weeks three to seven um, sitting top is Brentford uh, second is Chelsea uh, Brighton is third and Arsenal is fourth. Um, Spurs, I was looking at their fixtures and they face City in game week seven and that kind of brings them down the ticker. But if you kind of narrow that down to three game weeks three to six, they're sitting second with Wolves, Forest, West Ham and Fulham, the next four fixtures. So they're quite nice as well. Also a consideration for some people, if you've got money in the bank, might be Haaland. Stats-wise though, Two goals with only two shots on target, so it's unlikely he's going to be able to maintain that. And an interesting stat kind of knocking about on Twitter is the fact that he only had eight touches in that last game uh, versus Bournemouth. One was kicking off. um, Another one was the assist, which he got. Uh, Perhaps he might be targeted by other teams, um, but obviously City have got too many stars in their team to to target one particular player. So regardless of what you do, there's always going to be guys that are going to score. So maybe different for him going forward, but that's that's something to consider. Um, neither of you guys own Darwin, do you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> anything anything in uh, that segment sticking out to you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Haaland, I know you said that, but to me, when you said that, like, it said a negative to me, I'm thinking that's brilliant. He two passes in that game when one was in assists. Yeah. He's a set, they've changed the way they're playing around him. I think he's going to score a, a shitload this season there's a 
pair of water on the podcast now. I think he's going to score tons this year. I think he's going to be great. He's a good, a good, just he's some size. He's strong. He's just a focal, a focal point for him. I'm not bringing him back up a team unless he's injured. Jesus is the second one I've got in as well. Uh, I mean, there's alternatives. I'll get to later my transfers, obviously, but I'm getting ready to look at Wilson now because I've tried to attack the early fixtures. He scored one out of two, so I suppose it, it was a semi-success. Well, their next games, they've got the next four. They've got Man City, Man City at home, Liverpool away in the next four. And maybe on on form, it doesn't look that bad because Liverpool haven't been, haven't been lightning, but I've got Trippier and Wilson. I'm probably more inclined to just bench Trippier and already Wilson. Now, the two that I thought, I think you mentioned one, was Tony for Brentford. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the next six, seven games. Fulham away, Everton, Crystal Palace, Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal and Bournemouth. I mean, apart from Arsenal, that also is good. And they've started the season quite well. Tony looked, I watched the full game when I think Tony looked great. Another one I was thinking about, because he's cheap and the effects are not too bad as well. Maybe not, maybe not this weekend, we've got West Ham, is Welbeck for Brighton. After Man United, after West Ham, they've got Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. That takes you up to international break. And he's looked fantastic as well. And I believe, is it Graham Potter? He said he's the fittest I've ever seen since I've been in the club. So, Welbeck's a good shout for me. He's checking 6.5, so he's even cheaper. Uh, up front-wise, I mean, I think if you haven't got either Jesus or Haaland, you need one of them in. I don't know if MDL stands out with you, Don. Is MDL should think? Up front wise, you should maybe get him as a Darwin alternative that Tom has mentioned. No, I mean, uh, Jesus is 76% owned. So pretty much everyone's got him. Um, so for me, you've got to have him. Yeah, either Team Haaland or Team Kane, and that's just going to be preference depending on uh, what you see. I'm going to stick with Haaland. He will catch fire. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, so until I see otherwise I'll keep him and I don't really have a third striker so that's my two there having seen the first couple of games of the season it's it's still difficult to tell um, who's playing well that guy I forget his name who's the guy you've got on your bench who got you the points he's a midfielder yeah he's a midfielder isn't he yeah he he scored early part of the season everyone's going to jump on you but he's only had a couple of shots on target and I think they both went in so I'll just wait and see. You need more data. It's like a Scottish game. You need more data just to kind of see how things are going to pan out. Use the fixtures um, and try and target as best you can. But, you know, I backed Rashford. I thought, man, you would start a season well under a new manager and I've got egg in my face um, pretty quickly there. So it's you just got to watch what happens and then make your moves. As I say, I've done some early transfers this week, which was just as well because one of them's gone up in price already. Um, and then just take it from there. But, it's, there's so many options and that's what I'm seeing in the game you know, you've got different camps you've got the Salah camp which your, your team no Salah is that right um, and you've got Sun and then you've got the same options up front um, so it's interesting and it's just about finding finding the right balance but as I say with two games it's you know we shouldn't knee jerk too much at this stage I'm back to you yep yeah uh... Next segment is um, it's just sort of general team stats on uh, defence. Those of us that are looking to swap, swap out our defenders. Um, first metric we looked at was uh, shots on target conceded. Um, the worst three teams so far. And just a reminder, it is two game weeks. Uh, Forest with 13, Southampton with 13 and Man United with 11. So if you're thinking about 
holding on to Darlow, maybe think again. Um, looking at the best three teams under the same metric, City have uh, only conceded two shots on target, one shot on target per game, averaging. Arsenal four, and surprisingly, Fulham four. Um, if you're looking at total shots conceded, the worst three are, again, Forest with 42, Palace with 34, and Bournemouth with 34. Um, the best three are City with nine, um, Liverpool 16, and Arsenal 16. So if you maybe got that sort of Liverpool double up of Trent and uh, Robertson, that might be something you might want to reconsider possibly. Um, if you're looking at shots on target conceded by Liverpool, it's only six, so averaging three per game. It's not too bad in the grand scheme of things. So Then again, Liverpool do look a little bit disjointed. What's your thoughts on the defenders, Donny? It's probably my best area at the moment. I've got double City defence because I've got Ederson and goals and Cancelo, so they've had back-to-back clean sheets, um, which has helped me. And uh, Trent, which I'm going to assume everyone else has got, you're just going to have to stick with him. I've also got a, an Arsenal defender, albeit it's the one that scored the own goal, giving me minus points. But I'm still happy with the balance there. Um, Trippier, I've put on the bench. I, I like his returns. Uh, I think he could have a good season at Newcastle. Uh, and my other defender is Nathan Patterson, um, who seems to be getting game time at the moment with Everton. Um, I'm actually going to start with Patterson this weekend. Um, they've got Forrest at home. It is a risk, but, you know, between him and Trippier, without making transfers. I think it's probably um, quite quite a reliable change. Uh, my midfield's the, the area that's probably my most problematic, and again, it's just because there's so much choice. Peter, pick me. Defence-wise, I mean, I'm similarly. Donny, my, my five at the back right now is Trippier, Cancelo, Trent, Patterson and James. And like Donny, I will probably be benching Trippier this week and playing Patterson. I think there's more upside. Everyone's seen me playing a 3-5-2, so he's playing like a marauding wing-back. So I know they're not the greatest team, but I still think there's more upside this week than Patterson than there is Trippier. That's yeah. my personal opinion. And that's what he's there for. He's four point one. He's enabled. The original I was going to take out Trippier... And then I had a wee look at the fixtures. I'm thinking, what am I fighting? Because the week after, the Wolves away. And then after the Liverpool game, they're at Crystal Palace at home. And the run after that is West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham and Brentford. And they three games against promoted sides. And then Man United, who we'll get to that later, we pointing out. I mean, Trippier, to me, is going to probably be one of the top 10, 15 return defenders, I think. He's ready to get two returns ready in two games. So, it's my thoughts. Uh, obviously, it's still too early. I'm looking at this. Well, they're still too early to kind of make really big decisions. I mean, they're sharp at 4.6, the highest point scorer so far, but will that continue? Ben, me for Brentford, a good option at the Brentford defence, but I was speaking to a Brentford, I was going to say correspondent there, as if I brought one. I speak to a Brentford fan on Twitter, and he thinks the best defender they've got, as I, I said at the start of the season, I believe he's going to run right, is Aaron Hickey. It's just that price point. He's He's, he's that point five expensive. I really enjoyed when he bodied Ronaldo the weekend. That was fantastic. Have you seen him doing that? It was like yeah. young versus old there. Rico Henry, he plays other wing back role. He's pretty nailed. So if you want a bit of the breadth of defence, with fixtures coming up, he could be your option to look quite solid. But have you got any more defensive stats, Tom? Or can I move on to a defensive thing from here? No, no, that's, that's me. 
Because I've got the next question would be, are you, are you a fan at the big at the back or more up top? Because obviously there's we definitely are playing a game and people are playing a big at the back. It hasn't quite worked for Liverpool so far, but it's worked for City and it's worked for, I mean, Chelsea with James there. I've took Trippier in that position as well. And I've also Perisic, who I think eventually when he starts playing will be fantastic. What's your thoughts on big at the back, Tom? Or big um, up top? Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've kind of went big at the back, not as big as a lot of other people. Um, I've got quite a few 5 million defenders and Kyle Walker's kind of ticking along nicely. Um, he's probably not going to get any um, attacking returns, unlikely to be in the bonus as well, but six points every week at 5 million isn't too bad. And as we can see by the stats, Man United's defence, sorry, Man City's defence is, is by far the best. Trent... Is a bit of a, a concern. I could possibly see myself switching to Cancelo um, should Liverpool concede again against a pretty poor Man United team. Um, but I'm, I do have some money saved from when I went um, uh, sorry, uh, Kane to Darwin. So I, I do have some funds setting aside. Even if I was to go back to Kane, I would still have 1.1 million in the bank. And that could allow me to, to go from cash up to uh, James at uh, Chelsea, who we mentioned our, our second in the fixture ticker from game week three to seven. He's obviously has quite a lot of attacking threat as well. So I, I quite like, I could even perhaps take a hit this week. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot of fast to put. The wild card thought Tom's up too early, the wild card. 
too early for me. Tinejerk, I think a wild card game week three last season, I think it was the worst decision I made. So. But you've got two <laughs> wild cards this year before you've got the unlimited at World Cup. Does that even tempt you? Nah, I, I just like a little bit more of a little bit more data, first of all. It's too small a sample. Right. I do agree with you. I, I, I just think it would be quite funny if you went for it because I mean, I'd have laughed after you talked me out the Scottish one to do the neat English one. But here we go. So, one more kind of topic I might to discuss and then we'll go into our transfers and captain's thoughts. Unless you get anything else, Dad, have you got anything else to talk about English game wise? No. Man United, the laughing stock. I mean, I watched that game and I think the way Ten Hag plays, People worked out how to play them already. They're probably going to be the easiest team to play. And I think, listen, the plan FPL, James talked about it a lot, and he made the right good point that just watch them. They're set up a way that any manager worth their salt is just going to launch balls out of a big striker against the kind of, was it Martinez they got? The kind of weird guy they got in? Yeah, he is. It worked, in, it worked until they brought in, is it Vran off the bench? And that stopped. Yeah. So they're all going to do the same thing. They're going to go for it. He's not really changed his tactics twice. So I think Man United is pretty much a, I don't want to say a gimme fixture, but they're not very good. I mean, who have we got this week? They've got obviously Mike Liverpool. I mean, this is the only week probably where I think the no Salah might come back to haunt me. So far, it's not, he'd, won, he'd won the hall, but then he was quite last night with Diaz alternative. But this week, they play Man United. Then who have they got after that? They have got... Oh, no, what have I done? Yeah, Bournemouth at home. Right. And then Newcastle at home, Everton away, Wolves at home. If they don't... No, I'm talking about Man United. Like Southampton oh, away. So, see if they can beat up Liverpool and get beat off Southampton. I think it'd be easily to go out the door. Man United, are you targeting Man United? See when you look at the fixture list, are you looking at them and going, I'm targeting them? Or are you still thinking in your head, what's Man United to the fixture? What are you thinking, Donny? I mean, I'm certainly avoiding them. And because they've got Liverpool this weekend, you know you can... You can rely on your, your Liverpool players. So I expect them to lose that game as well. Um, I don't know if I would target them just because it's Man U and there's, I just feel at the back of my mind that they, they have to come good at some point. But, you know, the, the result's not going to lie. You know, if they keep getting defeats and the way that they are, they just look spineless. I mean, this boy Ten Hag will be lucky if he survives till the World Cup. He's, I'm glad I don't support them. He's they, not a bad man. He's not a bad manager. I mean, he's done things with facts. He's obviously it's just. I think there's a lot in that club. But are you going to captain Salah this weekend? Uh, no, I think I've got it on Jesus at the moment. Um, right. Let me check my team. Uh, no, I've got it on Jesus right now. And they are playing. They are away to Bournemouth. Right, okay, totally understandable. What about yourself, Tom? What, uh, your thoughts on Man United? Would you be targeting against them? And are you captain Salah against them? Um, no, I think my captain is the same as Donny on uh, Jesus at Bournemouth. Trying to give myself a bit of an edge because considering how high high he's owned, he's, you're not going to get much of a gain just by owning him. Um, but uh, given given how bad Man United are, I don't, I don't think it's a bad. Uh, tactic. If a disjointed Liverpool team can can hammer them this weekend, then it's going to be hard to to to, to ignore um, upcoming fixtures against Man United for for certain players. Okay, we slightly covered there what transfer oh, captaincy. So what we do now? Don, you already mentioned it, alluded to it twice. So you've you've jumped, you've knee jerked. 
What was your transfers this week? What have you done for? Yes, it's not something we do in the Scottish game. You you usually wait till the last minute with the way the Scottish game is and then you make changes if you need to. But because prices go up um, every day or down every day, you kind of have to move quick. So I had the two two weakest parts in the team was midfield. So I had Rashford and um, Saka. Um, so I've taken them both out and I've gone Martinelli, which is it's a, it's a downwards move, but it frees up funds. And I've got Kulewski. Um So I'm quite happy with those two changes. I've got a bit of money in the bank. I don't really have a main area that I can see where I need to make another change. I've got the guy St. Max in, in midfield for Newcastle. Um, I don't know if I'm worth changing him, but he's on my bench just now because they play Man City. But those were the two worst fires that I wanted to put out so I've filled them quick I don't know if that's something I'll get into the habit of um, because you also have to monitor it day by day but just the way it worked out I think I was quite angry with the weekend and Man United and Arsenal not returning me anything that I just changed straight away so you're top of this game, Donny. You're one of the casual players doing these transfers and effectively Tom, what is yourself? You've got a lot of fires to put out. I mean, your whole team's on fire, so are you going to sort it? Okay, it's not too bad in general. Um, I don't I don't like Bailey, I don't like Cash, and uh, I need to get rid of Darwin. So I can bench Bailey. I can play, um, potentially play Andreas or Neko Williams. I don't fancy De Silva just... Um, given how well Fulham have defended recently. Um, his his XG, he's, he's a bit of a phenomenon. He's a bit of a stats buster just now. So I told I you my pal first by him. Brentford fan says he's brilliant. Once he's in a team, he's not going to get out it. So. I could see me going for, uh, Darwin to Kane. I might do that tonight, considering Darwin's going to drop. Um, and then, as I mentioned, Cash to James is probably my, my other one. Um, I'm not too fussed about getting rid of Bailey. I can I can stick him on the bench. I think Aston. I think there's going to be a few uh, Caribou Cup games through the week. So if he starts in that game, then he probably won't start on the weekend. And I think they're playing Palace. Yeah, they're away to Palace. But even just considering how badly Villa have played, I don't know if I believe in them enough to, to actually stick him in the starting eleven. So. I could, I could maybe see me play Neko Williams. What price is Bailey? Five million. What about move to Dewsbury Hall, Leicester? Five million feeder, Hope Southampton. He's played all games so far. Don't really fancy a minus eight, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, card, <Yeah>. Tom. <laughs> I, well, the well card might come soon. The well card might come soon. But is this not... an option? Because I think if he keeps playing every week... His price is going to rise. I don't want you getting priced out at one point. I mean, if you have more, if you move your money, fair enough. But he yeah. seems to be the the one five point million midfielder that's looking not bad so far. That I've seen anyway. That price, and he's pretty much. I don't like seeing the word nailed, but he's played the game so far, so not too bad. Well, I've not got as big issues as you have. I was more panicky last week, but my only one I want to get with the team now is Wilson, and I've already mentioned it's probably going to be. Ivan Tony for the fixtures. I've got Haaland and Jesus up front. They're not going to move for Jesus. Martinelli, that's probably the best decision. See, 6.2 already, so I've gained on him. De Silva's the first sub. Luis Diaz scored last night. He's staying. Andreas, I don't know if he is 
how he's bad injury. Need to listen for pressers for that. But again, he's just that other 4.5 kind of bench enabler. Son, captain this week. I bought Son for his fixtures. I mean, I know it didn't work out potentially for a couple of weeks, but what's he got next? He's got Wolves at home, Donald Forest away, West Ham away, and Fulham at home. So that is the, that was the reason bringing in these first four games. And then if it doesn't work after that, I'm planning he's a well card before the Man City game anyway, and it'll probably one either move to Salah at this point or KDB, depending on who's on form. At the back, we mentioned already. James, Patterson, Trent, Cancelo, Trippier. I'll probably just do what Donny's doing, as I said. Just bench Trippier and play Patterson this week. And I'll get Messler and Ward, the two goalkeepers. Messler's playing Chelsea at home. And Ward's got Southampton at home, is that right? I just mentioned it, there. So probably swap they two this week. If one doesn't play, the one will come in. And Leeds and Spixers after that are against all promoted clubs, so... He's only came out if it's a. I did think, I did think about thinking him bringing him out for maybe a Sanchez or a Rhea, but I think he'd just stay there until a wild card. I don't like using a goalkeeping transfer. I don't really expect much of it anyway. You get two points, get three points, and then if they get a clean sheet, well done. He's always good for save points. He got three the first week, but wait and see. So, cover all bases then. We're finished with the FPL chat. Like I said, we will try to keep this as weekly as we possibly can. We can't guarantee it. If you like it, let us know on Twitter. Excuse me, I forgot to do there. Uh, and like I say, next week we'll be actually inviting questions on FPL and FFS, so take it for there. So again, guys, thanks for joining me, guys, and we'll see you again next week. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. At FFS Scout for task plugs. Say goodbye, Donny, and plugs. I am, I am FFS underscore Donny. Okay, it's bye for me. See you again, guys. Bye, thanks. Bye. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 